0: Hello, I'm Natalie,
1: and I'm Argan,
0: and welcome back to Spontaneous Rambles, the show where we discuss culturally relevant issues pertaining to today's society and our generation. So today we're doing more of a actually spontaneous episode where we react to, I guess, like unpopular opinions or just like opinions on the internet. So yeah, I guess before we start, I just wanted to say that today, Argan found out that Korean is called Korean. Oh my
1: god. I didn't know the script and the language. Like, okay. Yeah, I thought, the, I thought the way you speak Hangul is Hangul. But I found out it was Korean.
0: I I genuinely thought you were joking. But I guess not.
1: I was not.
0: You <laughs> were so shook. I was like... It's like people are like... Like Americans seem to think that they speak American. Like... The amount of travel stories I've seen on Reddit of people going to other countries and asking if people speak American is literally insane.
1: Same. The amount of people that come up to me and ask me if I speak
0: Indian is insane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think the thing about Chinese, though, is like, yes, yeah, so a, a lot of people ask me if I speak Chinese. But I mean, I guess Chinese is like and Mandarin are somewhat interchangeable, I guess. But not to offend anyone who speaks Cantonese, but I think Mandarin is a more widely spoken one. But still, there's no technical language called Chinese.
1: So. Right. And what's the difference between, really quickly, what's the difference between Chinese simplified and traditional? I've never um, understood just, that.
0: Script. If There's like, okay, I would say that I'm like the least knowledgeable person for this though, because I've, I've only been to one day of Chinese school in my entire life, <laughs> yeah. which my grandparents still berate me about. They're like, like every time they see me, they're just like, are you in Chinese school? Are you in Chinese school? Are you in Chinese school? But um, simplified is basically just like a, it's exactly what it sounds like, just a more simplified version of the Chinese script. I guess it's easier to write. It's, I it can be easier for people who are just like learning that are the Chinese characters and like memorizing it as opposed to traditional where the like, characters are like more, more complicated,
1: ah, I guess. Gotcha.
0: Well, there's no actual like difference in how they're spoken. Like they're still said the same, I guess.
1: Got it. Okay. Got
0: it just out of curiosity, do you speak other languages besides English?
1: I speak Marathi. I'd like to think that I speak decent Hindi, but my parents always criticize me for it. Like, that, according to them, I don't speak Hindi well. And uh, I guess if you want to count Urdu, I guess I could speak Urdu as well. And of, of course, I'm learning Spanish at school.
0: What? Like, literally, I meet people and then they just casually say they speak like three languages. And I'm like, bro. I'm struggling with one, but I, like, I I understand Mandarin, mm -hmm. but speaking is non-existent. My, like, pronunciation sounds like I just went on Duolingo and, like, dubbed over the Duolingo voice over my own voice, so.
1: I think we talked about this, like, in an earlier episode as well, because I feel like it's not really up to blame for, like, the children. It's really how much of an effect your parents, like, I guess just how much your parents impose on you, right? It's so like, for example, my parents, they forced me to go and I, I'm still doing this, I'm, I'm in my last year actually. They forced me to go to like this Marathi school where I have to learn Marathi like every week. And that's how I learned how to write, read and I guess speak a little bit more fluently. Mm. So it just depends on your parents, in my opinion.
0: This just reminds me of something that I did in elementary school because I was really awkward in like elementary school to middle school is I didn't, I didn't, I forgot this girl's Vietnamese, so I asked her if she went to Chinese school, and she just looked at me with the, like, weirdest look ever, and I was just like, whoops, <laughs> sorry. So, I,
1: I don't know, there, there's this really weird, like, anom- anomaly, where, like, I don't know, it, it, okay, it just, it might just be me, but, like, I feel like some people know so many different languages that they forget basic things, or, like, they have a, poor vocabulary in like their normal language like for me I speak English basically every day but because I like know so many languages my vocabulary in English is a little bit poorer than like most of my peers although I've, I've I was born here and I've basically been brought up here my entire life.
0: Wait this is kind of connecting but not really so do you remember like well, obviously, remember, you know, the advocacy lesson that we had on Monday. Yep. What did you think about it?
1: Natalie, you know what I thought about it? I, me personally, to be completely honest, um, if you go to Franklin, which I assume most of our viewers do, I think the I'm sure the intentions were good, but the timing of the messages, I didn't really like it simply because the school district didn't care about any of the this stuff until this year and these crimes have been going on for a long time.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean the intention was good, but I don't know this is like not really shade on the people who are making the lesson, but the data points seem kind of cherry picked to me.
1: Yes, extremely cherry picked. Like, like there like 50% of
0: women have been har-
1: harassed. Little, like, I'm so surprised. Yeah,
0: that just bo- that like not just this, but it like kind of just bothers me in general when people like expect you to believe their entire point when they pull out like one data point like look at me i'm credible now it's like dude no hey
1: can i just say something to all the asian people asian americans that are listening to this podcast basically everyone yeah basically everyone okay a lot of the people in the media did not give one like one crap about us okay until like a white person like killed a bunch of asians and regardless of who kills us kills asians it's wrong okay regardless of if it's black people regardless if it's white people regardless of if it's i don't know like asian people when people die that's supposed to be a bad thing and this is just my opinion you can take what you want from this But like people like the media only cares about Asian-Americans when a white person kills them. Right. Like, for example, what happened in Colorado? Like, let's be real here. okay? I think it's I think the number is 220. Asian-Americans are killed 220 times more by black people than the other way around. Now, does that mean that all black people are shooting and killing Asians? No, obviously not. But the issue here is that the media only cared about all these things this year. But all the other years where Asians have been being have been being killed nonstop, no one cared about it until this year. So frankly, exactly. that's that's a real reason I didn't like what happened on Monday, because I wholeheartedly agree that we should be stopping Asian hate. We need to be standing together and be fighting against this. But using the term stop Asian hate for this specific movement, I just I just can't support that.
0: I think that stop Asian hate is so service level because like, in my opinion, it's like it's very grounded in like this year or very like, recent times. But like, like, I guess the most prolific Asian murders I can think of are, like, Vincent Chin. Like, the media didn't care then. Well, he got killed in, like, 1990s or, like, early 2000s.
1: Wait, who are you talking about?
0: Okay, it's this guy named Vincent Chin. He was Chinese, and he was, like, in a bar in Detroit. And then these two dudes basically clubbed him to death because they thought he was Japanese and stealing their jobs. It's, like, the same yeah. mindsets that were prevalent then are still present now. It's, like, in, like, Stop Asian Hate is very service level because... I think at the root of it, it's, like, viewing Asians as, like, not, it's different than, like, for example, the non-acceptance of, like, other people of color. I think Asians specifically, like, the mindsets of people towards Asians is more like they don't belong here or, like, a a non-acceptance, I guess, because, like, most Asians don't really identify themselves as being American, but rather their home countries. Is that, like, a, a prevalent trend that only I see?
1: I'm not sure. um, I think it really depends, right? Like, it depends on how I guess, I don't know how to frame this correctly. This is like, a wrong way of saying this. Mm-hmm. But I guess it really depends on how I don't, I don't like the word patriotic. I don't think that's the right way to describe this. But mm-hmm. like, it just like depends on how much you think of yourself as an American ethnically, and as a person and how you define American, right? Because like, you can be like, let's say you barely speak any any English, and you do have to know some English, of course, to be an American. But let's say you speak very little English, but you're still very patriotic about your country. Mm. And then you're still like, obviously, you're still an American, right? You're still ethnically diverse. You still look at your ethnic roots, but you're still American. But then some people here, unfortunately, there's a stereotype where you can't be ethnically diverse and be American at the same time. And it, it's getting rare nowadays. So that's a good thing. But still a stereotype.
0: Right, definitely like if being American doesn't have a face exactly like it's more just like how you identify with like your nationality and stuff in terms of like I think the Asian American identity is a very different one than being like Asian like Asian from Asia if that makes any sense like I think a lot of us who grew up in America who've like I don't know if you've been to your home country or not but yeah, I've yeah. never been I've never been to China or anything like ever. So it's like a bit of a disconnect, I guess, and maybe a lot of other people echo this too. Yeah. It's like the merging of two different identities, I guess. And also the amount of times that have been called whitewashed is like innumerable.
1: <laughs> In oh like by your parents or like
0: by other kids, like at school. Ah uh,
1: that, that the issue with the whitewashing is okay oh wait first i'm going to go back to the american question right like if we were talking about american students like just american people acting american if we were talking about the same issue like 200 years ago being american would have to do more like acting like acting more british and like Mm. having those i guess formalities i don't know how, how like people acted formal back then like, mm. I don't know, bowing or whatever they did over there. But I think in 90-degree
0: bow, I just, I just chat.
1: I don't know. I have no idea. But, like, like even if – I don't know. I don't know. It, it really just depends. Because American culture then is different from American culture today. And I think in terms of today, America has so many immigrants, right? We take in half the world's immigrants every year. Mm-hmm. I think we have so many different cultures that American, that term – no longer has a clear definition besides being patriotic for your country.
0: Definitely. I think this is not really like a take or anything, but it was interesting to me, at least this past 4th of July, like last year, the amount of people that I heard like express that they're not going to celebrate 4th of July anymore because they just don't believe that, like they believe that um, the country of America has failed such and such minority. Um, or like they didn't want people to like set off fireworks or celebrate fourth of July because they didn't believe that like it's a holiday that should be celebrated anymore. I just think it's kind of interesting. But
1: I think I, I'm I'm really happy that you brought that up because there's this weird notion that slavery because most of the people who don't celebrate Fourth of July, it's because of slavery. And there's this weird notion that slavery was a super like big thing and really important to people and that it played an everyday role in politics and life. Now obviously slavery is a really bad thing and it did play a big role in why the Civil War happened. But slavery wasn't such a big thing that it had an effect on the founders when they made the American Constitution right It's so, like you can look like look at a lot of other people who've also had slaves now, does that mean that they're justified in having slaves? Obviously not. But I think at least this is the way I view it. I just tend to look at the positive aspects of things and the positive things that people have done. And at that time, unfortunately, slavery was a, um, I guess, I don't want to use the word norm, but it kind of was a norm at that time. And that doesn't excuse slavery at all. But that doesn't mean that we can't look at the positive aspects. Because here's the issue, right? When you look at everything back in the past that was negative, everything's going to be negative. There's not going to be a single positive thing, right? So over time, we've libera- liberalized more as a country. And so that I think that's the beauty of America, right? So like the point of the constitution isn't so we have like a monarchy in which one person decides everything. If we all collectively decide that something's wrong, for example, slavery, we're able to change that. And I think as an Asian American person, I think that's what defines America for me and that we can change things that are wrong if we, I guess, vote for it.
0: Okay, in terms of, the like, looking history at the positive, like, lens, I think I kind of disagree with you on that. Like, I personally don't think there's no no justification for slavery. But at the same time, I do believe that in terms of, like, people are, like, shaped by the society which they lived in. So, like, if they grew up in a society that normalized such and such, they're not going to believe any different. Because a point of reference is needed in order for you to understand that what you're doing is wrong. So, like, and then another, like, as a huge history nerd, like, huge history nerd, I dislike when a lot of people look at history through a modern lens where they kind of like look at it and then judge everything that happened in the past based on a more modern perspective and to me that like undermines what history is about is like partially it's about learning from your mistakes like the idea of learning about the past is so you don't repeat the same mistakes like in now in the present and not to like think back and judge that because like obviously they're making mistakes but the the important part like you said is deciding now that it's wrong and correcting them right not like looking back and being like wow look at how shitty these people were it's like right of course they were like we've evolved that's the whole point of like government society like people changing
1: yeah and and, I mean in that sense then we agree completely obviously I'm not justifying slavery just to be clear I'm just saying that like exactly what you said that at that time, the norms were different, and obviously, in the ways people were brought up, is are, are completely different. So, like, if for example, if America was, I guess, owned by the Spanish or owned by the British, then slavery would have ended way earlier. But then, America split apart and became independent. So, I, it, it really just depends on the historic precedent.
0: Yeah, definitely. Okay, so for today's question segment, I got a list of unpopular opinions that we can just speed around through sounds good okay this is this is 131 best on opinions we will not be going through all of them uh, let's see oh, these are weird bikes are more comfortable than cars for traveling
1: that's <laughs> extremely unpopular and i can see why
0: <laughs> okay let's see yeah Anyway, scrap that because they're all bad. Um, okay, so here's some ones I found on Reddit that I kind of actually agree with. Okay, so now, oh no, I just hit something onto the table. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm like swinging around a bow staff right now So um, while I'm sitting down. So that's what just hit my shelf. Um, the day's generation has an overnormalization and glamorization of self-diagnosed mental illness.
1: Wait, say that all again.
0: Okay, so I guess it's talking about like today's generation over over normalizes self-diagnosed mental illness.
1: Self-diagnosing mental illness? Well, I mean, it depends on how you define mental illness. Because I mean, some people even define stress as mental illness. And I would like everyone has stress. And then by that logic, everyone has mental illnesses.
0: Okay, so I guess, like, I chose this one because I, like, went on, like, 30-minute monologue this morning to myself about this because, <laughs> because like, I feel like I see this so much, like, on my, like, side of social media. I guess if that makes any sense. It's, like, the amount of people who self-diagnose, especially over quarantine, their own, like, anxiety or depression, and maybe this is just what I see. It's, like, the over-memification of it, like, People will just be like, oh, we're not going to talk about that test that I failed because of my crippling depression, and then, like, attached as a meme of some sort. I don't know. It just rubs me the wrong way. That's just me.
1: That kind of goes back to, I don't know, this is really random. This kind of goes back to the lesson that we learned on Monday for cells, what? like, microaggressions. Because, like, oh, yeah. like, me, right, I... I don't know how offensive this is because I, I I haven't even been taught this. But like generally, I'd be like, I just use the R word, right? I just I just be like, oh, that's R, you know, like just as a casual thing. I didn't even know what that meant, actually, until I searched it up. But I just used to use that term. So I find, OK, it depends on the word. But some of these I find really stupid. But mm-hmm. I just I was just trying to connect that to this because, I mean, this is really rare. But some people can actually get offended by that. If what? you say you have depression and then people are like, oh, you're trying to act like you have depression when you actually don't. You know, there are actual people that are actually struggling with depression.
0: Mm, I get that. Maybe it's a bit of an overshare for me. But like, if I have like, a lot of people will go to like therapy, even if they have no like, diagnosed mental illness, just to like, it's like good to have someone to talk to. Like, I feel like I have my time. Oh, shit. I just <laughs> My doctors are, like have a bit of a spiral and it's like not fun. But like as long as I can get help for it, I guess. Like it's like I'm not diagnosing myself as of, like mental illness or anything. I think it's just more of a pro- like an outward manifestation of sorts of like personal issues that I have that I need to like work on, I guess. But they're not like necessarily related to mental illness.
1: I think That's a so. lot of it just boils down to how you define mental illness because some people right. define a lot of stress from homework and school like overwhelming them as mental illness other people think it's even worse than that and like at a point at which you're harming yourself then mm. some people might just characterize it as a stress so it really does depend
0: yeah I guess in another interesting back to Monday's lesson again is like one of the microaggressions that people always talk about is like the food one if you know what I mean like if you bring, like, quote-unquote ethnic food,
1: I guess. Wait. wait, 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 wait. What do you mean? What do you mean?
0: Like, for example, I used to bring, like, Chinese stir fry or, like, kimchi or, like, things that were, like, not typical, quote unquote, um, American. <laughs> like, it wasn't, like, sandwiches and, like,
1: burgers,
0: <laughs> ham, lunch meat mayonnaise filled bread you know that kind of stuff right Right. like it was like different than the other kids like i guess a lot of people always talk about how like people would be like why are you eating that or like call them out on their food and that's like a microaggression that a lot of people point out really often
1: has it ever happened to you
0: yeah but with like not even it wasn't even asian food though i used to bring figs like every day and people Mm. would make fun of me every day for eating figs it's not even asian it's not even weird. It's just fakes. People come, people would make fun of me like every day for eating figs. Right, really
1: like, un- sorry, yeah, go ahead.
0: yeah. Literally, people would be like, "That looks disgusting. Why are you eating that?" And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, All whatever." Right,
1: <laughs> speaking about culture, like I guess cu- cultural foods, I have a question for you. I, I think this might be an unpopular opinion. Okay. Or I guess it's just a question, but um. There's this big, like, I guess, debate over cultural appropriation. And a lot of people don't like cultural appropriation. My view has always been that 90% of the cases in which, for example, my friend who's Hispanic American cooks, like, Indian food, I don't see that as cultural appropriation. I feel like he's enjoying the food and likes the food, or is, you know, wearing, like, Indian clothing. Like, one of my Hispanic American friend's mom's, they they like some types of Indian clothing. So when my mom went to India, she brought clothes for her. And so when they wear those clothes, I don't see that as cultural cultural appropriation. But for some reason, there's this weird thing. And a lot I've seen a lot of Indian Americans do this. They get really mad when non-Indian people wear Indian stuff or wear Indian food. I don't know if you've seen this as well, but it doesn't make any sense for me because yes, I'm pretty proud of it.
0: But anyway... <laughs> Okay, actually, I have, like, not only a huge opinion on this, but, like, I kind of agree with you. I think, like, the um, actual cases of cultural appropriation are, like, blackface and, like, blatantly disrespect. Like, when you use the element of someone else's culture to caricature them and, like, portray them as, like, a negative stereotype, then at that point, it's just disrespectful. It's, like, it goes beyond cultural appropriation to me. It's, like, just blatantly disrespectful.
1: 100% agree
0: and maybe even discrimination depending on like where it is like especially with the tv show where they just use like completely stereotypical things and they don't respect that culture at all then it's like that's like a complete no-go for me but at the same time I don't think that like cooking other cultures food is cultural appropriation especially in America where we have like you can find like an Indian restaurant a Thai restaurant an American like fast food restaurant a Chinese restaurant like all on the same street like it's not we're not confined to just like one type of culture to enjoy only and like I think it's quite limiting to limit your experiences to only what's your own culture but I guess what rubs people the wrong way is when people profit off other cultures that are like like when people of other races use the elements from another person's culture and they get praised for it when the people of that actual culture get like disrespected called out you know you'll get mad at them for doing it for example like I feel like braids are a point of contention often in terms of appropriation. It's, like, a lot of people with, like, um, actual, like, kinky hair or, like, not straight, like, white people hair, I guess, like, wear braids. And then they get called out for being, like, unprofessional, you know, things like that. And then when someone who's white or not black wears the same braids, they're like, wow, what a trendsetter kind of thing. Like, I understand why that rubs people the wrong way.
1: I've never seen that in my life, so I can't really speak to that.
0: I think it's not like something you see in real life, but I think it has to do with like celebrities or like people who occupy a higher level of social influence who do it. I think it's when it it's becomes more problematic. I guess another comment I have to say on this has to do with like the K-pop community. Like I think um, like K-pop idols or people in K-pop get called out really often for cultural appropriation. And you like constantly. I, the, the groups of people I see that get the most like offended, I guess, for lack of. But like, I don't think it's a negative thing because people are entitled to have their own opinions on people doing things. They're, they have their own free speech rights. as like Desi people, African Americans, slash like Black people, and like non East Asian. Asians. I guess. Yeah, I see it like I guess to verify your point, I see a lot of Indian people who are like upset when they see people who are not Indian wearing Indian dress, but
1: that is I, I don't I don't know why people do that to be honest. Like for like just one more example before we move on to the next thing. Like um the UK made their national dish. I think it was chicken tikka masala and mm-hmm. a bunch of indians are really pissed off about it and indian americans <laughs> pissed off about it and i was like wait like i'm a half i'm like proud of that because the british colonized us but now they're um i guess instead of us using british culture they're using our culture i mean that's a good thing because that means they like our food so i was actually like happy about that which I-, I was really surprised people are mad about it and fun I fact. Hate- really quickly Sorry. front fact, it turns out that chicken tikka masala isn't even indian not a lot of people what, do that. Mm-hmm. what? It, it's made Wait, by a, i'm shook <laughs> it's made by a guy who was ethnically indian but he's actually full british and the dish is actually made in britain as well
0: i think okay so i get honestly i understand why people are offended because I, it has a lot to do with like colonization like the British were not great when they colonized other countries. I think we all know that. Col- colonization has ruined so many countries and like imperialism. Sorry, I'm not trying to go on in like a world history tangent <laughs> here, but like has ruined so many countries and crippled so many economies and basically created a system of third world countries that are essentially dependent on first world countries, rendering them unable to like make the proper developments they need to advance. But anyway, beside the point, I understand why like he were upset because it's like, they're taking elements of a culture that they once wanted to abolish and they're like cherry picking the things they enjoy. But like when it came to actually like celebrating that culture when it was necessary, they didn't do it. And it was like, and like the lasting remnants of like colonization remain in a lot of countries as in like, like the state schools teaching, only teaching English and stuff like that. I guess like a somewhat erasure of said native culture in native country. So I guess I get why people
1: are offended. I think we I'm
0: not should. Indian, so I can't
1: speak. We for it. actually we should talk about that after. But okay, I I really think that our next topic, or at least in, in sometime in the future, we should talk about the positive and negative effects of imperialism. Because like a lot yes. of people talk about how like oh the British built railroads, they built they built all of these amazing systems that allowed their colon I guess colonies to thrive and stuff. It really depends i don't know like i'm obviously against imperialism but i I think it's a really interesting topic to explore
0: oh definitely but i can tell you most people are like what's imperialism when i'm like my idea of a good conversation is like so what do you think about colonialism they're like (laughs) so it's like anyways i'm like well then Oh, are you taking the AP world exam?
1: I'm, I'm actually, okay, I guess I should be worried about the AP world exam, but I'm not too worried about it. I'm a little bit more worried about the AP chem exam. Yeah.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't take AP chem because I'm, I'm too stupid for that. Like, literally, I did not understand crap in chemistry. Like, talking about, like, stoichiometry and stuff, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah the only subject i'm good at is history and like lunch and (laughs) um that's about it
1: lunch ap lunch
0: (laughs) yes i can do the ap after school stuff but anyway i'm just like okay then (laughs) what wait are you reading frankenstein in english
1: uh, I am. Uh, we just finished, actually.
0: This is so off topic, but are you a reader?
1: Yes, I am a reader.
0: Like, what kind of reader? So, like, I read, there's, like, there's different kinds of bookworms. The I only, I only read literature classics, and I drink tea while reading books, and I use candles to read my books. And then there's the type two, where they're, like, Oh, I only read the modern YA stuff. Like, I don't dive into those classics. And type three is I only read Harry Potter, Percy Jackson, and any other like popular fantasy. And number four is I only read like super obscure nonfiction and conspiracy theories. <laughs> and then type five is I only read travel books. So
1: I think I lost track of the numbers.
0: <laughs> okay. So are you like a classic lit person or like a.
1: Here, I'll just like, put it this way. I'll just put it this way. I'm into a lot of history books.
0: Okay. I respect that. Yeah. Like,
1: for example, I just last year, I finished this huge book on North Koreans attacking some random U.S. Navy ship. Right now, I'm on, like, a Russian KGB book. I don't know, dude. I, I just I just enjoy reading history.
0: Yes. I recently read The Gulag by Alexander. I can't even pronounce his last name. About like the the Soviet Union, like chain of prisons in Siberia, like famous Russian dissident dude. It was pretty good. Um, I cracked open the first page of War and Peace, then promptly returned the book. And then I also read like some book about Lincoln's cabinet that my mom borrowed for me and was like, "You should read this." <laughs> so it was basically about his cabinet and like Civil War stuff and things.
1: Okay, hey, hold up, hold up, hold up. I have a question to ask you. Okay. Super, super totally not controversial. Totally not unpopular. Um, okay, so this question... coming from
0: you, it's probably both controversial and unpopular.
1: <laughs> probably, probably. Okay, I won't give my opinion on it. I'll just ask you a question. Okay. Do you think that people of African descent that are Americans in this country as of right now should be allowed to use the N-word?
0: The N-word?
1: Yeah, since you're talking about cultural appropriation.
0: Well, you're talking about, like, Black Americans being able to say the N-word, right?
1: Yeah, should they should they be allowed to say
0: that? Like, normally, um, not legally? I would say yes, because not only is it their free speech right, they should be allowed to reclaim whatever term they want to and also I personally don't want to have a huge opinion on it because I'm not black and it don't believe it's my place to speak over actual African Americans who probably want to have an actual say in the issue so I would say I guess it's whatever they want to do so I would say yeah I guess
1: you're gonna have to educate me because here's what I would say to that firstly I don't think your opinion is invalid just because you're not black I think I mean, I know you're trying to say people who are African-American probably have more experience, but I don't think that invalidates your opinion. And also... it well,
0: does not really exactly what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is like, I might have an opinion, but I feel like a lot of problems in, around culture appropriation, it's like people who are not even of that specific culture sounding the alarm for of appropriation and trying to seem like back to the whole woke thing, trying to seem woke and stuff when they're like not even of that culture and shouldn't even be like deciding anything for that culture. So like... That's kind of where this is coming from because like it's not like I don't want to have an opinion that doesn't with anything that doesn't concern my own like native culture. I just like it bothers me personally when other people like who are not of the culture kind of like try to be broken.
1: My opinion is like
0: been. cultural appropriation. It's like, do you even know though?
1: My opinion has always been that it's a horrible word that no one should ever use. And I don't, and you're going to have to explain this to me because I've researched it. I've asked a lot of people, They've maybe I'm just stupid to understand this, but do explain to me what reclaiming a word means? Because I just think that the N-word is so bad that no one should be able to use it, morally speaking.
0: Yeah, I, I get that where it's coming from because I think that, <laughs> There's a lot of people who try to use words that they're not supposed to use just to seem cooler, for lack of better word, gangster. <laughs> like, you know, those like white and Asian kids in middle school who try to be like fake ghetto. Yep. Without sounding extremely racist saying that. You know, yep. you know exactly what demographic I'm talking
1: about. Yep.
0: Right. So I think that maybe that's like where it's like there's gonna be people who are gonna continue to say it. Like as long as African-Americans say the word, there's gonna be people who are non-African-Americans using it to target African-Americans. But for example, in the terms of the reclaiming, I mean, there's, I can think of like, you know, like calling Japanese people Japs. There's a lot of Japanese people who have like, I'm not sure about a lot, but I know some personally who have like said that they want to personally reclaim said word. Where the like the connotation was like historically negative, but then they are trying to turn it into something like as more of a community kind of thing. I guess another one I can think of, sort of, is like I think the LGBTQ community does this often—not often, but I the most examples I can think of come from that community. Is like the pink triangles from like the Holocaust. Like the Nazis were like punish. Um, gay men by like in the concentration camps and making them wear like pink triangles. And it's actually interesting that it's kind of been reclaimed now as a symbol of like LGBTQ pride. That's all I can think of, but.
1: Huh, I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to delve into this further because I just, I still don't see any reason to use the word. And I definitely think that in today's culture, it's been used, it's continued to be used in a negative way rather
0: than- a... Definitely. Positive. but I think racist will be racist no matter what like in terms of like using the word but in terms of banning the word in terms of a more legal sense that would no, be like it on free speech right but definitely we can strongly discourage using the word because it's just
1: it's not the right not, thing to do <laughs>
0: yeah there's like there's no reason to use it it's not like I can see all the way honestly, I can see the point of using curse words to express like a strong emotion or just to express yourself, but there's no reason. Like there's no like I don't see any added meaning or value using the N-word at all. So yeah, but at the same time, it's not really for me to decide. Right.
1: Alrighty. Well that
0: oh, basically Even concludes can... <laughs> this basically concludes this episode. More than anything, I think this episode is more of a brainstorming episode for us to come up with more topics in the future, but I think we got in some good conversation about a variety of topics and definitely stuck more to the spontaneous labels, so if you guys are interested in hearing more, like, actually spontaneous um, episodes of, like, just us doing this sort of conversation, feedback appreciated. I guess it's a new sort of format as well. I like how, like, every episode is a new format, anyway...
1: I think we're just trying new things out, trying to see. Right.
0: What's going on. like definitely these type of episodes are more definitely more just like us talking about whatever. But for some reason, we're still getting good conversation out of it. Only one awkward pause.
1: Only one good. awkward pause.
0: <laughs> Only one. It's both good.
1: Don't worry, I'll cut it <laughs> out.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that is the conclusion of today's episode. I hope you all enjoyed. You can join the conversation by DMing us on Instagram. Yeah, I'm not putting my phone number in this description. And we'll see you all next week, Maybe if we decide how to uh, stop uploading again.
1: Later.